Welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Just joined by Moon today. Just uh, dynamic duo. How are you, Moon? Yeah, good, mate. Dream team tonight. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we're... We don't need the rest. It's this. This is the real. This is the real operation. <laughs> yeah, man, I couldn't have said it better myself. No, hundred percent. The real brains of the operation. On there. A big weekend of footy, mate. How'd you? What'd you? What'd you think of it? Um. Yeah, good weekend of footy. It was um some good results, some very poor results. Bloody Raiders killing me, but that's fine. You Can't know, believe Daniel would miss this potty for an opportunity to rub this in. I'll do it. I'll do it for him. Haha, <laughs> Moon, cop that. Daniel's <laughs> yeah, team no. beat your team. Don't worry, da- don't worry, Daniel. I got your back. Yeah, copped it enough last night from him, so it's fine. It's, yeah, he's rubbed it in already. <laughs> um, look, let's get straight into it. We started with what we thought was going to be a cricket score, but the Broncos showed some pluck. They did. They uh, they did. They did some things. That was, was pretty impressive. Uh, Twenty to twelve, Panthers did get the chockies eventually, and uh, once again, breaking news: Nathan Cleary still good at footy. Uh, Mooney, talk me through it. What'd you What'd you think of the game? What'd you think of the scores? Uh yeah, very surprising. Um, full-time score, you know, one that's probably um, ad for fantasy, you know, Broncos actually playing well, so all those changes that they've made aren't likely to change back. You know, Tessie New's probably not going to come back to the squad. Same with Anthony Milford. Jordan Rickey's going to stick to getting no time on the bench and now is going to be a sell. Um, so, yeah, that's all very disappointing, um, you know, but still going to have your guns in this team. You know, you Payne Haas, um, who played pretty well, only got 56. Um you know, Jake Turpin's still looking pretty good as an 80-minute hooker. Um, they're sticking with him. So, yeah, look, they actually look pretty good. Um, Brody Croft and Tommy Dearden looked better. Um, you know, I think they're just, they got a little bit comfortable maybe. I think they'll stick with this squad for at least the next month and see how they go. If they can start pulling some closer games together, then um, I dare say that Milford's going to struggle to get back into this team, um, which is disappointing for Milford owners. Um but, you know, on the other hand, Nathan Cleary is still the king. Um, 124, and, yeah, he was he was very handy. It's bananas, um, isn't it? It's yeah. just, oh, God. He, he, you think he's on track for a, for a mere mortal score? You're like, yep, he's only going to get 60-odd this week. Then uh, scores a try, but he does it all. Just a freak. Well, again, watching the footy, the first half I thought he was relatively Kind like relatively quiet. Um, didn't do heaps. Um, you know, wasn't breaking tackles on the line or whatever. But he had eight hundred and ten kick meters. Um, so he was at like fifty three at half time. And then, you know, I think he racked up maybe something like forty points in the last ten minutes through, um, a field goal and through you know through this and that. Um, you know, he's just unbelievable. But along with that, um, Brian Toto was good. He <laughs> had something ridiculous. Um, tackle breaks, 15 tackle breaks That's and a line break. Insane. Um, so 76 with um, with no tries, try assists or anything like that. So Brian Toto is still looking very good if you can somehow bring him in and handy point a difference option too. Momorowski was um, also, he was solid as ever, but um, going to cop oh, a suspension yeah. for a few weeks. So um Beauty. Yeah, that's <laughs> something that's not so good for fantasy. I just told him what do you do with him. Are you going to sell him? Are you going to stash him? I think well, this is the thing: is that without without Tessie New, my center stocks are very very low. I was forced to bring Jake Avrilo into the starting side this week, so the old pod squad's in a bit of trouble. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna have to gonna have to have a chat with have a chat with my team. I'm gonna have to you know go back to the drawing board and really really come up with some big plays here. Yeah, I think Momorovsky's gonna be a long term keeper, assuming he keeps his spot so. in that team. So I think he just you know hopefully you're carrying both Jack Bird and Jake Avrilo, or maybe if you're 
really desperate James Roberts and you still have him for some reason, um, you can start them. <laughs> if you haven't Daniel. been listening to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one that stood out to me was uh, Jerome Luai. Like, he got 49, which is which is like a good score, but just did none of the kicking. Nathan Cleary kicked for 810 metres. He got 61 kick metres. Is that something you reckon we might see going forward as well? Um, I think a lot of the kicking was it was long kicks. Um, you know they were so the Broncos forwards played really well. Um, so they they defended really well, and the Panthers forwards weren't able to waltz upfield like they normally do. So I think Nathan Cleary was forced to kick from inside his own forty a lot. So I think Jerome Luai does a little a lot of the you know grubbers in goals for repeat sets or you know short bombs from maybe thirty meters out. Um, whereas Nathan Cleary's got the bigger boot. So, not necessarily, um, but, I mean, it'd be good to see if he does kick like this every week. <laughs> yeah, no, and Fisher-Harris seems to have turned things around a little after some lean uh, some lean early weeks, seems to be on there, a couple of yeah. consistent scores now, which is nice to see. Yeah, back-to-back 50s, he's missing less tackles, um, less errors, he sort of cleaned up his game a little bit, 134 metres, so he was pretty good. Um, the other one who sort of... You know, credit to Charlie for a hot take on this. Oh, book, I was about but, um, to say that. She'll kill us if we don't mention it. Charlie yeah, absolutely. Kurt Catewell um, had a blinder, came out and scored a try pretty early too. So um, he looked good. And so he is absolutely a hold. Um, if you took Charlie's advice, um, her DMs are open if you want to let her know that um, she helped you out there. So, <laughs> <laughs> so alerting the media that Charlie's DMs are open is a huge call. Cop that, Daniel. Yeah, sorry, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> um, but the other, the other score that stood out to me as well was uh, was Billy Army kick out. He did. He went off with a bit of an injury as well, but still played close to his normal sixty minute mark. And it seems with without you know try scoring, he's uh, maybe looking to not maybe hit those big scores. What do you reckon? Yeah, he came back down to earth a little bit, which um, you know I think you and I have said you know all year, and Daniel I think he's probably said this too that <laughs> Billy kick out. Don't not you so give good. Daniel credit? Okay. You and I say this all the time. It's he's not a, not a good fantasy option, and he came out with against seventies, which is ridiculous. But um, nah, this is the more Billy kick out the kick out that we've um we know and hate. Twenty eight fifty seven minutes. I've, so I've been I've been bitter ever since the Cowboys let him go. So it was nice to see a bit of justice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know whether we start seeing teams crack down on that, you know, that lethal edge of Jerome Luai, um, kick out. And cried when he goes back to center and Toto. Well, that um, that's something to bear in mind as well with Dylan Edwards coming back. That edge might just become even more lethal with um with Stephen Crichton going back into center and all that sort of stuff. It'd be interesting to see that as well. That doesn't say Matty Burton hasn't done a wonderful job because he did score a try and all that sort of jazz, but uh, he's playing very well to be fair. But I don't mm. think he's he might go to a utility role or something like that. And Tyron May drops off. He's playing no, I think very you can't well. Get rid of him. I think you can't get rid of him, and he's a big enough body that he can fill in, in a lot of spots as well, Matty yeah. Burton. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, for the for the Bronx though, there was a few a uh, few interesting scores. The one the one that I want to talk about as well is Paddy Carrigan. It's got to be panic stations now, right? Yeah, absolutely. Sell. Um, wow, what, fifty-two minutes. So he got more minutes than he did last week, and still getting around that. He's not even cracking the forties. Um, what do you do? One hundred forty-one meters. He missed five tackles. Um, so it's left ten points out there. So he would have got forty-eight and fifty-two minutes um, if he hadn't made all those tackles. So, um, yeah, I would absolutely be panicking before he loses all his cash. I think he's still seven hundred thirty odd um, k. So I would absolutely be trading him. Yeah, um, seven twenty-four he is at the moment, and he's yeah, already lost eighty-three k this season. So. 
yeah, I'd be bringing in someone who's around that 700k mark, you know, yeah, something okay. like your Tyson Brazels or something like that. Yeah, it's good shout. Juicy. We'll, we'll get to him soon. He had a big old score. Yeah. Um, the other one, <laughs> I want to talk about it. It's, it's, it's <laughs> big bad Corey Oates. He's back in the side this week. Gets himself a 39. Looked awkward as ever. He's not a winger. But <laughs> Goddamn, 39 points. Respect. Um. Yeah, look, I didn't see Corey Oates do heat. Like, he had a pretty... Oh, he did it! Shut me! He got thirty nine. All he did was like drop the ball and look awkward. Yeah, he had one really good tackle on someone who looked like they were going to score for all money and then rolled them out. Um, that that was probably the highlight of Corey's night. But um, I still really dislike that as a pick. His job security is not safe at all. Um, oh, I'm not saying pick Corey. Oates. I'm yeah. saying I'm saying he did all right. <laughs> Because yeah. given that it's Corey Oates, he did all right. Yeah, he and did my boy, do all right, yeah. My boy, Jermaine Asake, little bit, another thing. Yeah, geez, he's, he's looking good. He's, um, I'd be tempted to be to keep him as a season-long keeper. I mean, depth in your wing of fullbacks if you're, you know, um, if you have, you know, four wing of fullbacks, so I mean, something like your Papi, your Latrell, and your Dane Laurie, and maybe a Jermaine Asake on your emergencies or something like that. Um, the 500k mark looks like he's got job security. He does the goal kicking, and he's looked awesome. Just optics, like he's looked awesome on the field. And the Broncos keep playing better. I don't know, might be all yeah. right. He's in all the attacking players as well, so he's he's going to get some um some good attacking stats. Looks like he's going to break the line every time he gets the oh, okay. A lot of times he gets the ball. He had 225 run meters, so he looks good. It's just nice um, having some positive so. things to say about the Bronx. To be honest. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, um, in saying that, Brody Croft was also pretty good for my liking. He took the line on a little bit more, and um. Mm. He looked like a man that. playing for his job. Yes, yes, he did. 590 kick metres from him too, so... Um... He's got a sore right foot. Yes, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, all right, let's move on to the Friday night uh, games. We had... Uh, it was an absolute cracker of a game. Sharkies and uh, and Newcastle. Caelan Ponger overcoming a stomach bug to do absolute bits. How would you see it? What do you reckon? Yeah, geez. Uh, Caelan Ponger also pretty damn good at footy. Um 101. You know, I, here first, folks. Yeah, far out. I wish I brought him in a couple of weeks ago. Um, wish I had the cash. He's no, I thought he might come down in money a little bit, but he absolutely is not. Um, he's only going to rise in prices apparently. So, um, I would absolutely be getting him in if you can because he's still a point of difference option. I think he's not in very many teams. So, um, yeah, geez, he looks good, Caleb Ponga. Um, but you know the knights they were a little little frustrating to watch you know went missing in patches um but you know their fantasy scores still are pretty decent connor watson 61 and 64 minutes um you know he's actually starting that lock role and playing you know he pretty well played those 64 minutes straight yeah, adam o'brien finally stepped up for the boys he started yeah, he, connor watson he's listened to us seriously he must he must be getting on the show he must he must be subscribed yeah i reckon surely yeah um but no, it was good to see him. His um, price rises are going to keep ticking along. Uh, Mitch Barnett was pretty good as ever. He had a try and a try assist. Um, but the big man, Tyson Brazell, as mentioned before, he, um, geez, he was good. Um, it was, looks like he was going to break tackles left, right, and center. He had 48 tackles, missed one, um, and then 160-odd run meters, I think, um, for a 92. And I think he's at he's around the 700 mark, and he's only going to keep going up in prices. He looked so. good, didn't he? Oh, he looks so good. And he moved well for a man carrying a sledgehammer in his jocks. Gee <laughs> I'm just saying. Boy, howdy. Oh, far out. Yeah, that... Yes, yes, he moved very well, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, um, 
how far out Tyson Brazil looks good. Although Jaden Braley was good as ever as well with a handy 60. Um, but yeah, he's looking like a season-long keeper. So He just keeps turning him out, doesn't he? Oh, yes, doesn't he? Didn't even have heaps of attacking stats this week. Um, Jaden Braley, no try assists or anything like that. He's had bulk tackles, 57. Normally, um, he's been a few kicks as well, doesn't he? Didn't seem to have any of those. Yeah, no. no um, likes to kick out a dummy half a bit and, you know, go for a cheeky 40-20 or something like that. But he had zero kick meters. Blake Green mm. did a lot of the kicking. or Yeah, majority of the kicking. And Kurt Mann did a little bit. But yeah. um, I suppose this game didn't really offer a whole lot for him to kick, I guess. Um, it was know, a pretty he, open sort of affair. Yeah, it was, it was reasonably high scoring as well. So, you know, I think um, the Knights are trying to run the ball through the hands a little bit more and break through the lines rather than you know, kick their way out of trouble. Yeah, it was a nice response after their absolute spanking last week. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the Sharks? Um, yeah, the Sharks weren't bad. So, again, the, the probably the one man that um, I really want to talk about is Chad Townsend. He's, um, he's still ticking along. He's 60 and 80 minutes. He had three try assists, and he's still looking good. That I, Yeah, which um, I'm not surprised. Um but it's going to be a killer for his scores when SJ comes back. So um, he's probably going to cash out. He'll probably cash him out at like 600K or something. I'm not sure how much he is, but he would have made a bulk cash. So um, he was pretty good as ever. Otherwise, he's you know... He's up you... 187K and is at 633 right now. And that's obviously with, with money to come. Yeah, money okay. Money to come this round. So he's probably going to be looking at... He probably will have made well over that 200K mark, probably looking at 650-odd, 660-odd. Yeah, well, I think SJ's got maybe two weeks... Um, yeah, round eight, round nine, I think. He started yeah. running and all that sort of jazz. So, that'll so be oh, he might be able to, you might be able to cash him out at a 700 and upgrade straight to a, a keeper, um, you know, yeah. Chad Townsend. So that's, that's very handy if you took the, took the pun on him. Uh, he's, now, he's now in the ballpark of being able to straight upgrade to someone like Moses. He's, he's almost on even terms with Adam Reynolds and that sort of thing as well. So yeah, Fogarty, you've got someone you like. That. There's yeah, probably there's only one or two that are outside the the straight upgrade range in Chez and uh, and uh, Cleary. So you know you've got a lot of options if you got if you got Chetty Townsend in early. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know a few other tries, uh, try inflated scores uh, from Jesse Raymond and Britton Cora. Uh, Connor Tracy, they're all looking pretty good though. Um, William Kennedy looked good again. Yeah, yeah, he's been pretty consistent. Um, probably. Uh, not where you want your winger fullbacks to be scoring. Only 39. Um, yeah, still probably not touching him based on, you know, his job security could be a little iffy. He's probably, he's probably going to be fine, but, you know, who knows? Matty Moylan is looking like the odd man out, isn't he? Yeah, he didn't look great. Um, he tough. looked like he was trying to do too much. Just throwing miracle balls to the wing. Um, that's that's the that's the bad side of a man looking like he's trying to keep his job. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, on the uh, on the other hand, from Brody Croft, so yeah, Matty Moylan scores. I think he's twenty seven. He's probably his break even, just if he if not just under it. Um, so he's probably looking like a sell. You know, he's made bulk cash. He's done his job. So um, upgrade him straight to you know. Actually, it's not even upgrade. Probably a sideways trade to Tedesco now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> stop it. <laughs> no problems there. Oh That'll be handy. goodness! And when when is this week's meeting of the Matt Moylan fan club? Sorry, you'll have to pass those details on to me later. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'll, I'll private message you. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> yeah, funny. Otherwise, um, that's pretty about it for this game. You know, there's yeah, so. no no massive scores from the Sharks, but 
Yeah, it was a good set of nights to get up. Anyway. The Sharks are a bit up in the air with what that team's going to look like going forward as well with that spine and everything like that. And obviously yeah. a lot of guys playing out of position as well. We either had Teague Wilton lining up in the centres and that sort of stuff. So it was taken with a grain of salt, that Sharky side. It was just a good effort to be within uh, within striking range of the Knights, I reckon. Yeah, new coach as well. So um, that might shake things up a little bit, um, this bench. I think um, Aiden Tolman's going to be suspended for a couple of weeks for a crusher tackle. So, you know, you could see a few new faces coming to this bench. Um Andrew yeah. Fafita might be back in. Uh, yeah, could be. I, I, <laughs> I think, 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 think he's actually off to England. I'm pretty sure he's off to England to go play with his brother. But... Yeah, so he'll actually get some game time. <laughs> Cop that, Andrew. God, it's, it's been a long time between drinks before between since we made fun of Andrew Fafita. So there yes. it is. There it is. Cop that, Andrew. <laughs> uh, let's move on to the next match. Now, a game full of blokes who should not have been allowed to play on. Uh, Melbourne versus Sydney. How'd you, how'd you see it, Moon? Yeah, geez, the HIA squad, um, the Storm, they they looked pretty good, didn't they? Um, still not convinced that the likes of Little Puppy or Cameron Munster or Harry Grant should have come back from their head knocks. Um, actually, Harry Grant didn't go off, but, you know. Yeah, that's... don't know how that one happened. <laughs> boy, no, oh boy. I think that's something they're investigating, but um, looked, yeah, it didn't look great. Yeah. Um, I think I read something on NRL Physio as well saying that Little Puppy might have picked up a slight shoulder injury should be right for this week, but worst case scenario, he cops a one to two week. Yeah, depend on pain, pain tolerance and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And given that he's a weapon, he'll be playing next week. Yeah, he'll be, he'll be fine. He'll come back and play. He looks pretty good uh, towards the back end of that game anyway. Um, but it was looking like he was going to have a very ordinary um, score. You know, even after his HIA coming back on, he wasn't in a whole lot. He was in, I think, maybe 20 points at halftime. Ended up on a 53, which is, um, yeah, very good considering where he could have been. But, um Heaps of attacking stats. Jeez, the other part, we can't really keep him out of it. There was a lot of talk about the uh, the Battle of the New South Wales fullbacks going into this one. And I don't know, Brad Filler, I assume he makes decisions exclusively off fantasy scores. So uh, you, you heard it here first. Papi, you're going to be starting for New South Wales. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, what what other metrics can, can you go on? Brad? Rig. Just have a... Oh, oh, then then Papi, mullet-based selection. Yeah, fair enough, actually. Yeah. Oh, well, you heard it here first. He's in and captaining. Oh, I don't know where Connor Watson's, um, he fits in, but, you know. That's true. That's true. Connor Watson, get here. Connor Watson's got a captain and probably coach, actually. Connor Watson probably takes the coaching role purely based on sex appeal. Captain coach. Yeah, has to be. Yeah, first first nice. time it's ever been done, I'd say. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> um, just quietly, uh, Cameron Munster, 69. Nice. Looks yeah, good. Nice. Keeps churning yeah. out 60s. Seems to be, uh, you know, genuinely, you know, scoring well now. What do you reckon? Yeah, I don't know. He's. I think he's still going to be a little up and down. Um, he had nine tackle breaks. Cameron Munster didn't do heaps. Um, attacking wise, you know, I don't think he had the line breaks or anything like that. No, no line breaks, no line break assists, no try assists. No Offloads for fun though, which he seems to do most weeks. Yeah, he, he's so strong. So he palm off with one hand and then just, you know, it's, little shovel. It's a mustache. Load. The, yes, the tacklers respect him. They don't want to go high on him, so they tackle him low, which means his arms are free. They're, Tell they're that to... intimidated by the by the by the by the top lip rug, so they 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 go low. They get intimidated. Tell that to Victor Radley. He tried to take his head off. <laughs> oh yeah, didn't miss, did he? <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, Victor the inflictor boy, howdy. Yes, yeah, he got him good. <laughs> Jeez. Um, otherwise, his drum Hughes is pretty good too. He's not bad at footy either. Yeah, I've heard um, that. I've heard that. Yeah. sort of backs it up as well. Yeah, handy. And actually, mm. Harry Grant as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he comes in and starts playing 80 minutes somewhere along the line. And if he does, he's absolutely getting him in your team. Um, he's going to be scoring 
huge. I, I reckon he would stop up there on average around the 80 mark. He's scoring 59 in 46 minutes. Um, that is ridiculous. Um, he's doing that back-to-back weeks as well. So I reckon, yeah, if he is, if he starts, if he starts, and um, Brand Smith gets named a lock or you know on the bench, and they talk about him coming into a, that lock rotation, then yeah, Harry Grant is an absolute buy. The Cheese did put up a nice score though, but it's going to be awkward trying to fit him into that rotation. I don't know how it works. Yeah, I, it's going to be hard. Once I think Fanukin's due back this week, um, so this Storm team is going to start looking um, very interesting. Over the next do, few weeks. do you reckon? Do you reckon they even? Do you reckon Belly just goes well? If it isn't broke, I won't fix it. Harry Grant can come off the bench for 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 the Cheese, and then the Cheese can sort of float in with that rotation because that's kind of what it looked like. They were on the field together. Yeah, look, potentially. Um, oh, I don't know. It, I think that he'll still want to want to put people in their preferred positions. Oh, I don't know about Brandon Smith. It's hard. So he might uh, he might just play the first twenty minutes at um, at Hooker, and then Harry Grant will come on and play sixty, and then Brandon Smith's second stint will be through the front row or something like that. So um, that wouldn't surprise me. But look, who knows? Honestly, it's just a wait and see sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, well, Craig should probably get you on the phone then. Um, yeah. Talk me through the Roosters. Sammy Walker, everyone's favourite cheapy. Shit the bed. <laughs> didn't he what? Oh, yeah. boy. He um was he didn't do a whole lot, but insane that the whole Roosters squad didn't do a whole lot. A few underwhelming scores from some of the guns in this team. Um, Angus Crichton, uh, Tupanua, Akiaho. Um, no Brett Morris as well. James Tedesco, um, even. Their top score was 44. I was going to oh, say, no, Joey Manu with his first non-40 score of the year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well, um, first score of less than forty. I'm I'm pretty sure we might, we might have to check that. But yeah, he's um yeah been killing it, and even he had a he had a very very low scoring round. Yeah, look, I wouldn't read into it, but um, too much. I think they just had a bit of a tough week at tough week at the office. Um, so a bit a bit of a grain of salt sort of game. Take it with a grain of salt. I would. People like Angus Crichton and James Tedesco are nine times out of ten going to put up decent scores. Um, so you can't really crucify him for having one one poor game. Um, too late. I've already done it. Yeah, fair enough. Be better. Yep. Yeah, no, that's, that's all I'm going to say. You get one chance with me, and you blew it, the entire <laughs> Sydney Roosters team. Well done. Now, the upside of these low scores, if you don't have these blokes, is um, they'll drop in price by a little bit, you know, and they'll look they'll look better in a couple of weeks' time when they've dropped maybe 40K. It's not very much, but, you know, it's something. Um, yeah, well, every little bit helps. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're all thrifty people here, Lachlan. <laughs> Um, and I wouldn't be panicking too much. Sam Walker, if you're starting him and you did you start him in your scoring team? Um, I don't want to talk about it. Bench, yeah. I don't so want to talk I, about did, it. <laughs> I did too. Oh, then uh, we can think, talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to start playing um, playing him as matchup based. I think Sam Walker. Um, like so Melbourne he's... Storm being a poor matchup. <laughs> yes, when he's kind of team, so he can run. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, no, yeah, that's fair. that's but no, I hear, and that's the thing is that the Melbourne Storm they would have they would have had that on the whiteboards and stayed up. Belly Ake's plan would have been give this guy absolutely no room. They there would have been a lot of talk about him being, you know, this X Factor young gun and that sort of stuff after he laid on a few tries this late against the Sharkies last week. So I reckon, I reckon Belly Ake would have been he he would have been public enemy number one in the in the Storm sort of match match planning. Yeah, target him. Um, he. Didn't do. Oh, he did actually most of the kicking. I didn't realise that. I thought Drew Hutchinson seems to do more of the kicking, but the halves have looked very unsettled all game. Um, neither neither of them looked comfortable. They made lots of errors. Um, but the storm the storm forwards looked really good, and they their pressure all night was um 
was uh, extraordinary. So it was a yeah tough night at the office for those two. But look, Sam Walker, he's he's still he was base price. He's probably at, oh, he's he's going to go up in cash regardless. Yeah, he can't he uh, can't not make money. Even. Yeah, 100%. He'll probably in the negative somewhere. So, yeah. Nah, Sam, well, I wouldn't worry about any of that. Um, any of the scores from these Roosters blokes, they, they'll bounce back. Uh, Takiyaho might be the only one to worry about. I think he might miss a couple of weeks with a uh, rib injury. Um, but if there's some think, weird you have Warrior Hargraves, I think he's out for a few weeks with an injury as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't know no, why he would, but uh, well, maybe draft stealth. owners. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drop him to bench or something like that. Takiyaho is yeah. a hold too, as well. If. Um, if you own him, probably, um, for me. Um, let's move on to the upset of the week. Is there anything else you want to touch on in that game? Or? Nah, not pretty no, happy with it. Let's move on. Upset of the week in, in my book. Well, oh. not upset because I, I could have seen Manly doing it because with Turbo, they can be anything. But uh, it was it was a shellacking. I don't use that word lightly, Moon, but it was a shellacking. Talk me through it. Yeah, um, shit mixing was the word that I was going to use. <laughs> hey, there it but, is. Yeah, um, shit mixing. <laughs> the Titans looked so poor. They were just they were on the back foot the whole game. Um, so full credit to Manly. Um, they they full credit well. to the boys. You reckon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, full credit. It's credit where credit's due. Very underwhelming scores across the board for um, from the Titans, except for David Fafita, who put up a, a decent fifty-two. Um, out a few tackle breaks, yeah, five tackle breaks and a line break to help his score because he was looking very, um, very underwhelming for a lot of that game. Um, but yeah, Tyrant Peach sort of came back to earth a little bit um, with a thirty-three. You know, it's still looking pretty good as a as a center option though. I, I must admit, he's getting fifty-six minutes. So if you have a, a center playing a lock for almost sixty minutes, um, he's going to probably score you more than thirty-three uh, nine times out of ten. So um, still, someone I'd be. I'd be targeting Tina still breaking hearts um, and looking like a trade. Um, I think I'm going to have to bite the bullet and say that he's a trade this week. If um, if you don't have other issues elsewhere, um, you know, I would look to upgrade him. He's going to fluctuate in cash anyway. So um, Jamal Fogarty as well. He was a little underwhelming. Um, only 32. I think he missed bulk t- oh, missed three tackles, 155 kick meters, and that was about it for Jamal. He's um he was a bit underwhelming, and AJ Brimson was again his fantasy scores were underwhelming. So yeah, no tough tough old tough old game for for basically yeah. everyone on that Titans side. Dave for Fleeter, um yeah was the only probably worthwhile. He did yeah, he top scored for the Titans. He's the only one worthwhile. The, the one I want to talk about is Chez. His team scored six tries, and he and he only put on 32. What's doing? We had zero tries. I think that's this is the thing when Turbo comes back, right? Is Manly look better, but maybe DCE's attacking stats go down because he's not doing everything, literally everything. Um, Turbo made like he made how many line breaks? Two line breaks, two line break assists, two try assists, and one try. He was in everything. Turbo, he looked good. He looked so good. Hundred and eighty nine um, run meters as well. Just, just, oh god, what a man! Seriously. Yeah, jeez, he pumped. He looked made Titans look silly. Ran rings around him, so. <laughs> Oh, um, just, yeah. Are you um? Are you, would you bring him into your team? Are you? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Fair enough. No, the, the, but but I suppose you do run the. I th- I think he's a put you over the top kind of guy. If you've already got a, a pretty set team, because he's not expensive by a player yeah. of his caliber. The the only downside is obviously the injury factor. That's the, that's the concern, obviously. But everyone knows he's, that. He's awkwardly priced, so he'll be you know he'll go up thirty k and be five hundred k this week. Say. Um, 
And so you got to bring him in, you know, as a, you know, you believe that he's a very underpriced season but if, keeper. If, yeah, but if you've got guys like Jacob Little, who obviously don't look like they're going to keep their spot and all that sort of stuff, is that not just a, a linear path? Yeah, yeah, it could be. Um, but it depends what your wing fullbacks like and your depth in the wing of fullback position. Cause, but if you, you know, if you had Jacob Little just on your bench as a reserve? Uh, yeah, again, it's going to go back to wing of fullback depth yeah, for me. Cause, so for my for example, if you have um, a very common trio is Little Puppy, um, Latrell, and Dane Laurie. And Tessie New would have been everyone's, you know, wing of fullback reserve if you didn't bring him something like Ben Hampton. Um, Latrell's out. He's going to be out for the next three to four weeks. So a lot of people are going to be kind of screwed having no Tessie New and no Latrell. So if you do have someone like a Little, then a straight swap to Turbo would be good because he'll be very handy to to um, pull in and replace Latrell. And, you know, he can be a scoring emergency for, you know, the rest of the year. Um, he'll look good. So I'm a little, I'm still concerned. I don't know how he's going to score when Manly come up against maybe a better, better opposition. So um, I think, I think that's a, a decent middle of the road test though. I think that's a pretty good gauge. It's not like he came up against, you know, one of the kind of like the bottom four sides that they are, they are vying for a top eight spot, the the Titans. So yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I, ta- I take your point. I take your point. Right, it'll be interesting, but mm. yeah, DCA was obviously very underwhelming as well. Um, so he's gonna he'll lose a bit of cash there. Um, just wasn't involved in everything. Kieran Foran did a lot of the kicking as well. Um, yeah, I don't really know what was going on there, but um, who else? to keep ticking along nicely. Yeah, his price rise is going to keep ticking along. He's he'll be around the five hundred k mark. He's made his cash very quickly. He will get dual position this week as well, which is so good. Um, yeah, sneaky that's, edge. That's lovely. That's edge lovely. Especially you've got him in draft leagues and that sort of stuff as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very, nice. very handy. Um, Julie, Lachlan Croker was he looked pretty good actually for the first half. Um, uh, I would, yeah, he still he was still earning a bit of cash. So if you want to hold him, he's probably still got a couple of weeks of um, price rises in him. I wouldn't, I can't see him scoring forty eight every week um, of sixty minutes. Um, Kate Cust probably he didn't get very many minutes. What 20? 20. 20 minutes. So I'm still would sell Lachlan Croker uh, if you've got a straight. He's probably almost a straight swap to Turbo based on his price, if not a little yeah, bit of an upgrade. Fair. I want to talk um, Marty to power real, real quick though. Oh yeah, Marty the man. He's um only 39 minutes and he's starting off the bench. It seems to be the thing now. Um, look, he, he went almost a point a minute. Like he, he he didn't you know relative to the minutes he played and obviously the style of game had a, had a bit of a, an impact on him. But yeah, only 35 points. You worried and a bench roll. It seems to be now. Very worried. Um, yeah. uh, I don't mind the fact that he's coming off the bench um, and he's he's just getting less minutes. Um, if he came off the bench and played, you know, still played 50, 45, 50 minutes, which is what he seems to play um, or used to seem to play, and he would get a point a minute, um, that he's still knocking out 50s. But he's just not, not hitting those heights. He's been very underwhelming this year, Marty the Man, which as much as it pains me to say, his run meters haven't been very good. He seems to... You know, hit the line and look to play that, get the quick play the ball rather than run through the line, which frustrates me to no end. Um, that's the, that's the Jerbo method. Yeah, I, it's, I I get what you're trying to do, but Marty the man was so much. He had um had more of an impact when he looked to to break every tackle. Well, last last well, week against Austin. the, I was gonna say last week he played that style, and I thought I thought this is this is it. He's back. We're gonna see that he had two offloads. He had, uh, you know, two tackle breaks. I thought I thought he's back. He's on. And then, yeah, the, obviously we see that. Again, I don't know whether it's a style of game because I didn't see, I don't know, I just didn't see the same level of, you're right, like that that sort of willingness to try and break the line every time. 
Yeah, I, I, if you have him, um, he's a sell. Um, I think I caught him as a smoky at the start of the year, but that um, will have backfired. I think, um, yeah, I'd absolutely look to to get rid of Marty the Man, unfortunately, and bring in anyone else. Jeez, that hurts. No, yeah. fair enough. Um, let's move on to Rabbits and Tigers. Um, funny old game, that one. A lot of controversy. Obviously, like you said, Luttrell with a, with a few issues that could be in some hot water. Um, but a good game overall. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I thought this was going to be the Bunnies running away with it for sure. But um, yeah, credit to the Tigers. They did they held their own. Um, I didn't watch the whole whole game, so I don't... You might be able to tell me, Tom, did um did the Tigers look... Did they look to play a lot better, did they? They looked... They looked like they were on a mission. I reckon Madge would have been just, yeah, popping blood vessels all week. But yeah, they, they looked... They looked a different team. Yeah, I reckon he told 17 people then that they're all playing for jobs. Um so they they put in a shift and yeah look Tom I don't think we'll see too many changes um you know except for unfortunately for Asu Kapoa who's done his ACL yeah um, you don't want to see that it's bloody yeah sad. no that's um poor bloke so there'll be a there'll be a change there I'd say Leila or someone will come back into that into that team um yeah but I, I think yeah you're right just some fantasy scores um. Latrell was good as ever with a, a sneaky 69. <laughs> um, nice. Nine tackle breaks, a line break, a line break assist. But the big thing, as we've already mentioned, is he's going to he's facing three to four weeks on the sideline, depending on um, yeah. how he plays. Just the wrong kind of aggression for him this week. Just the wrong kind of aggression. Yeah. So I was listening to uh, the Matty John show or someone like that, and they were saying that um, he had some off-field issues. You know, he issues with his old man. Um so his mind sort of wasn't in it, and he had the wrong aggression, um, as you said. So yeah. he um, yeah, he had a few few brain farts, three or so brain farts. So yeah, yeah. let's hope that your depth is good at the wing and fullback position because um, he's still a hold, absolutely still a hold. I wouldn't look to trade him um, unless you're yeah, very handy in the trades area. You've got you know thirty left, then maybe you can look for a four week trade. But I probably yeah. wouldn't. No, I think, um, I think you're going to have to just bite the bullet on him, to be honest, and just wear it. Wear not having 60 points or 65 a week Yeah. the next month yeah. or so. The other man who, living proof that willing it to existence means he's going to start scoring better, Cameron Murray. How good. Hey, well. <laughs> he, he was due. Yeah. Um, he missed last tackle. He, he, what he played, 62 minutes, 81 with a try, 100, 173 metres, Three tackle breaks and forty-one tackles with one miss. So he looks better, Cameron Murray. Um, well, it's hard to look geez. worse given his lofty standards. Oh yeah, bad. yeah. So I'm hoping that um, he keeps ticking off scores. You know, similar to this. You know, probably not quite this high sixties. Even I'd be happy with. So now this was a welcome, um, welcome surprise from Cameron Murray. Adam Reynolds was a bit underwhelming. Tom, your man. Beauty. Yeah, that's what, all right. When he's you... playing for the when he's playing for the Cowboys, he'll be churning out much bigger scores. <laughs> what did you think Don't of Adam's performance? Uh look, he, his field goal helped. Boy, how did it help the four, the the forty meter field goal helps as well. Uh, three missed tackles um, hurts, but you're not really worrying about Adam Reynolds's defense. No, the Tigers' defense just played really really well. Uh, he didn't have you know you know too much say on the uh, on the on the on the attack I, I wouldn't have thought I mean he, he played his normal game and lots of stuff and it just yeah the Tigers just defended well I'm, I'm not too worried 40 40 odd points in, in uh, you know 43 with it with a without a try assist or any anything like that so I'm not I'm not too fussed 
yeah, took the line on a whole lot less. He only had, uh, what well, he had five runs for 30 metres. So he's normally good for a couple of tackle breaks when he's taking the line. But, you know, maybe not do this for this week. Um, yeah. Sne- a sneaky point of difference option, because I know you're all about your point of differences. Um, oh, boy, baby. Dang, go, guy. How do you see him? Yeah, he's Julie. Weapon. Yeah, he, low key he weapon. Looks so I good wasn't this sold. Year. I haven't been sold for a while. I always thought he was a, a thirty to thirty-five kind of guy. Always got off to a start, never finished it off. But it's been, uh, it's been raining points from from Dane this this season. Yeah, he's averaging forty-nine. I think. Um, I was pre-season. I was saying he was involved in a lot more of the tacking plays. Um, which you know, for me, I'd put all my chips in and drafted him in all of my draft leagues. So, um. You know, I'm I'm loving this and got him quite late. But you know, he's a pretty handy, looking like a, a season long keeper as well. Um, I think so too. I think I think he's a top five center. I think you're yeah. right. Well, he's down that edge with Alex Johnson. Um, so he's that's that left edge, right? With yeah, with, with Cody Walker sweeping and Latrell and all sort of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is obviously no good for Cam Graham and Josh Mansour's fancy right. prospects. Um, but you know, what do you do? Mansour keeps pumping out decent scores though. Like they're not they're not huge or anything like that. But if you've got him in some um, in some deeper draft leagues or something like that, then he's he's doing he's doing a job. But yeah, uh, not, not what we not what we used to from Josh Mansour. He's to pump no. out fifties, less tackle breaks. He's coming in for less runs, I think as well. Um, Josh, oh actually no, that's a lie. He had twelve runs, um, five tackle breaks. Missed Tigers just did a job. Normally yeah. he's breaking bulk. Tigers just did a job, I reckon. Mm. He's um, getting onto a bit the source, so maybe he's just not quite as impactful as what he used to be. Still but... a stallion, though. Still a stallion. Just look at him. He's a sword, isn't he? Um, let's get on to the Tigs. Dane Laurie, another another good score. Yeah, just love to see it. Um, you do, don't he's, you? Well, you know, he's kind of looking like a keeper at the moment. He's going to keep pumping out these sort of scores. I mean, he can have a try, but he had eight tackle breaks, and it's not really disappointed too much so far. I think his low score is like a high 30 somewhere, so... I, I think it's 39. I think 39 is his yeah. lowest score, and that might have been last week or the week before. Yeah, so it's it's so good to see um, for your base price cheapies. Mm. Um, Nofaluma, sort of back in the um, big score category at 49. It's a decent score from him. It's better than it's what he's better. been pumping out. Yeah. It's better without a try as well. It's better. That's more like the Nofa we know. The, um, the other one I want to get into with you is uh, Uto Kamanu. 39 yeah. points, 38 minutes starting. That's that's point a minute type stuff. Obviously, not huge score, but you're encouraged by the signs, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think you should probably get a few more minutes. Um, old mate Stefano. Um, you know, people like Zane Musgrove probably. Oh, he's only getting fifty three, uh, twenty five minutes. Didn't so. want to have a crack at the last name, did you? <laughs> old mate <Who's> Stefano. <laughs> Stefano. No, crack. I took him. I could say his last name. I just like calling him Stefano. No, oh, fair enough. <laughs> So no, shut me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, like I, I really like him starting. His uh, it shows that like they've got some confidence in him as well. So he's not his spot's not in jeopardy at all. He's probably the one man in this team that's looked you know consistent. He's scored a couple of tries, and um, you know I'd like to see him get a few more minutes to pump up her scores a little bit. So um, can keep. Still got money to longer. make, right? Yeah. Still got plenty of money to make. Yeah, yeah. He's only I think low four hundreds. Um, Obviously not a buy if you haven't got him. Um, he's probably only got maybe seventy to eighty k in price rises. Maybe um, I think he'll cash, he'll cash out of that. You know, close to five hundred k mark, and then you can upgrade him. Speaking um, of um, speaking of cash cows, I want to talk to you about Jakey Simkin. What do you reckon? Get around him. How good playing eighty minutes? That's the sort but, of thing you have to see. But that eighty minute role, 
Ahsoka Pa uh, uh, got uh, obviously did his did his ACL. Do you reckon he was gonna play the full? He probably would have because it was done in the sixty third minute. But do you reckon he, he plays eighty like he's? Um, yeah, because yeah, because Embi played fifty three minutes and didn't obviously didn't take any minutes. So I was like, what do, what do you reckon? Do you reckon they would have everything gone to plan? Do you reckon he would have played out that last fifteen to twenty minutes or so? Um, or yeah, I think minutes? so. I think that they've got they um showed some faith in him dropping Little uh, completely and Little sort of um, you know he had a few 80 minute performances to start off the year as well um, so I think that they'll just give him a run and considering how the Tigers played and how he played in particular um, they could very well give him an 80 minute role you know maybe even Embar goes into that centre role um, mm. and they play four forwards on the bench um, Bro I liked him, he's nice yeah, he's he does nice. look good. He doesn't miss too many tackles either. Oh, that's a tough lie. But he made 58, bro. He yeah. made 58. <laughs> yeah, well, the period that I watched him for, um, he was, he was his tackles were sticking. So. Looked good with ball in hand as well, I thought. So, yeah, Jakey Simkin, big old tick in my opinion. Yeah, look. And your boy like Alex Twile. A little bit more. Yeah, Twile. Yeah, Twile, 50. Um, very handy. But, you know, for me at that price, I was hoping for 60s. Um, hey, but he's but back-to-back scores of over of fifty or over is got to yeah. be got to be encouraging for you. He's got his minutes back, so I'm happy about that. Um, mm-hmm. From from for Alex Twile, like it's it, it's so dumb if he plays plays any less than fifty minutes and he's a waste. Um, Joe waste o doing of, yeah. England business again? Yeah, I don't know. Sean Bloor's due back this week, which is the other huge thing I want to mention about the Tigers because I really hope that Sean Bloor comes into an edge spot. Joe O doesn't matter. Put him wherever. Um, he'll he'll play pretty well, but he's not. He, yeah, it looks good on the, on an edge though, Joe. To be fair, uh, forty nine and fifty nine and fifty five minutes. Um, almost looking at a point a minute. Um, didn't really do anything outlandish, so just consistent. Um, from Joe. Yeah, no, it was it was a cracking game though. But yeah, it was. Um, it's going to be interesting watching watching uh, Jakey Simkin go. I reckon. I I think you're right. I think he could fill that eighty minute role. But yeah, no, it's a good game. It's um, definitely a buy as well. If you didn't get him in, I reckon yeah, he'll, sure. he'll only go up. He'll go up like 30, 30k maybe. So get yeah. him. I reckon he'll be in my side this week. Yeah, good option. Um, do we? Do you want? We we can skip it. You know what? We'll skip. We'll skip the next game. I don't want to give yeah. Daniel the satisfaction. <laughs> 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 now let's get into it. Um, we can we. We can we can go as quick as you like, <laughs> as long as long as you give my man Caleb Aikens the respect he deserves. A gentleman's thirty-five. Um. Raiders yeah. versus the Eels went down at home, thirty-five to ten. Talk me through a big dog. Yeah, geez, what a shit show. Um, I I can't say again. I didn't watch, didn't watch the game. I was you, you didn't um, miss a thriller. <laughs> making the most of a, an open bar, so um, that was I was drinking my sorrows away. So that's fine. Look, um, fantasy scores wise, um, Georgie Williams is underwhelming with a forty-seven with a try. Um, that is something that you don't really love to see. Um. He had no missed tackles. He had one error. So oh, yeah. don't really know. He had a whole lot less kick meters. Jack White seems to be handling more and more of the kicking, which um, is excellent for Jack White's fantasy stocks, but really not good for Georgie Williams. So um, that is something to keep an eye on. Um, where else do you go? Uh, Rapana, he was on track for a ton. Um, yeah, probably Rob there, unlucky Daniel. Yeah, I think, yeah. It updates, he, I think he was at like 100. 110 and it's down to now 40. So, yeah, 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 but yeah it's probably, it's probably, probably something wrong with the metric. Probably a one off. Rapan will go back to his normal hundreds. Um, Josh Hodgson, he turned out a pretty good fantasy score. He, what do you do? Bulk tackles, um, and kick meters. 
uh, yeah, there's Ted Georgie Williams, other 125 kick meters. Josh Hodgson decided to kick. So that's good yeah. for him. Um, he's still a high end, look, high end of the mid range sort of scale. Josh Hodgson I could still. be fibbing, but he might have kicked a. F- no, he didn't kick a 42. Never mind, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan Sutton's huge, playing 74 minutes in the front row. Um, that is business, yeah. big numbers. Papali as well, or Papali, sorry. Um, 56 minutes. So they're playing big minutes in that um, in that front row. And I think the person who's copying a little bit is Joe Tarpany, down 41 minutes and is a sell for me. Um, 100%. Bro, Emre Gula, man, I'm telling you, he, he killed it, looked good on the field, looked good fantasy-wise. Yeah. He's a schmokey. Yeah. Actually, was sticky saying, sticky saying what he said during did – you, did you hear what Sticky said? <sighs> I did. Yeah, about the team, about how they're going. Yeah, you you could be on for a, a debut this week coming up, Moon. You know, oh, apparently no one else is playing for the jersey, so yeah, right, no, you could be on. Get me in. I'll put me they wherever. Need some speed, because I'm better than Mitchell Moses. So um, nah, I'm a speed edge, speed edge myself, and <laughs> boy, oh boy. Um, so yeah, there's going to be a heap of changes to this to this Raider squad. So I would wait to team list before making any decisions about bringing in any of these blokes or getting rid of them. Um, hopefully, again, I'm going to I'm willing into existence. Corey Howard and I is pushing for a bench spot, surely. Um, but yeah, look, we we'll move over to Parramatta, and boy, howdy, there's some big um big scores here, wasn't wasn't there? Yeah, no, there's some yeah the the boys handle business, boy oh boy. Yeah, Reed Marnie. He was pretty handy with ninety one. He he went alright, I suppose. Week, man, he's just oh, killing it. I've been waiting for him to his scores to, you know, chill out a little bit, but no, apparently not. They're just gonna keep flying. So he's very expensive at high he's eight hundred somewhere. Um so he's probably you know I mean, if you're gonna buy him as a season long keeper if you're gonna buy him. Same with Isaiah Papali, he pumped out another eighty eight for some ridiculous reason. Two tries. Um, Off tries, yes. Yeah, tackle breaks, slide breaks, whatever. Like It is what it is. It's against the Raiders, so it's no biggie. Uh, Mitchell Moses as well, finally back to scoring some decent scores. He 73. He had a try assist, had some tackle breaks, things he loved to see. Um, field goal as well helps. And kicked really well as well. Yeah, yeah 438 really kick well. meters. So... That's um want to see more of that from Mitchell Moses. Gutho was pretty handy as well. We heavily involved in tacking, um, couple tries just in a try. But the thing with Moses was that obviously Dylan Brown was out this week, so yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it changes too much. I maybe he sort of ran the ball a little bit more. I didn't see what Will Smith did, but um, nothing. <laughs> Sk- skipped across field every now and again when he got the ball out the back of broken play, and that was about it. Looking at Moses' stats, though, um, these are a lot of the things that we see a lot of with Dylan Brown playing as well. Um, so I don't think too much of this is because Dylan Brown's out, but you know, I hope that upon the return of Dylan Brown, he's only out for the one week, right? Dylan Brown. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. So hopefully that doesn't kill his fantasy scores. <laughs> Um and your boy Nathan Brown is back to the fifties. He is no longer my boy. <laughs> Sixty Bad minutes, enough. so he's he's getting the opportunity to put out to pump out huge scores and just isn't. So for me, not happy. So yeah. <laughs> I mean do do with him what you will, but yeah, he's not he's not my cup of tea. Not for that for not for the price tag I had him at anyway. No, I wouldn't be bringing him in for sure. No, no. Um, but yeah, a few interesting scores though. Um, yeah, Reed Marnie killing it again. Junior Paulo has gone off the boil. What's doing? 
thought yeah. he was the band that Papali'i, uh, the Josh Papali'i echelon. I thought those two were going to be, you know, two of the best. And um, we've seen Papali'i put out some decent scores, but uh, yeah, no, Junior Borlo, not so. He started off the year with two back-to-back 70s. I suppose he had tries, but even with those tries taken off, he was still probably scoring 50. So I don't know what that mm. what's going on there. Um, yeah, seriously, I've, he's been very underwhelming. So if you have him, he's, he's a sell for sure, um, Junior Polo, which you hate to see. Like, he's not playing bad footy uh, when you're watching him, but he's just not showing to fantasy, um, not converting to fantasy. He's getting heaps of minutes too, playing 50 minutes. So Yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, probably probably a sell for mine as well, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, let's get on to today's games, Dragons and Warriors. Again, funny old game, but a really, really good game. Really, really good game. Um, Warriors getting the chockies over the Dragons, 20-14. to 14. What do you reckon? Yeah, it was a really good game of footy to watch, actually. Um, it was, you know, it wasn't as scrappy as I kind of thought it was going to be, but, um, you know, not some not huge fantasy scores, Um from the Dragons, just looking here, there's um, Jack Bird was handy with a game with another another decent 49. Uh, Zach Lomax, back-to-back 50s, I think, from him. Um, you know, Andrew McCulloch, he was, you know, 56. He, I think he did a little, little bit less kicking this week, yeah. Um, so his sort of scores took a little bit of a hit there, but still 50 tackles. Um, Josh McGuire on club debut was interesting for mine. Played well, I thought. Um, yeah, I thought he did too, big minutes. Yeah, and did what he normally did. Is he sort of played as he normally would play, um, and yeah, it looks good. So I still don't understand why the cows got rid of him, but you know, whatever. Don't worry, um, mate. We got a plan. We've won back-to-back yeah. games. The ambush continues. We'll, don't worry, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. The ambush continues. Anyway, now Josh McGuire looks good. So cheeky point of difference. I think he's a bit expensive and unsure as to what his um, role is going to be. I think he comes in and takes a starting lock role of Fumayano in the coming weeks, though, um, from mm. mine. Your boy's doing um, well, Daniel Alvaro. Yeah, still big on him. He, um, you know, probably he was scoring at a point a minute the his whole his whole stint pretty much. He had two missed tackles and an error, so he should have almost pumped out of fifty. So it's keeping his price rise ticking. Um, again, he'll probably he'll probably uh, start slowing up in price rises a little bit around the five hundred. I'd say he'll go to five fifty max, um, and then look to upgrade if you can. Um, but no, he's he's. Look, he's a very handy emergency option. Um, even scoring emergencies, if 40s, I'm pretty happy with um, from him. Um, that's probably about it from the Dragons. Um, I would unless you wanted scores. to. Yeah, the Warriors no, did. No. Your boy. No, no. Um, tell me about Buddy it. Who? But he, HIA, but, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a HIA. Otherwise, he, yeah, let, he left the field, was... definitely, but still pumped out an 83. Did score a try, but gee whiz, Tohu, consistent as ever, just handles business. Yeah, that's um, good, didn't he? Yes, hundred percent. Sean O'Sullivan, a little disappointing. Um, uh, a, f- a few detractors. He had uh, five missed tackles, and I think he had three. Well, he had three errors. So there you go. That's yeah, quite a few points left out. I think he gave away some penalties as well. So a few points he left out there. So if you got him in on Daniel's advice, well, and Daniel and Mooney's advice, unlucky. Yeah, rip. No, that's fine. It's, <laughs> it still would probably. Oh, it's probably his break even at least. So uh, his break even probably goes back to like a forty next week. So yeah, no, nah, I think he'll bounce back. It'll be fine. He missed was that 16, 16 points um, just in errors and missed tackles. So um, no, nah, look, he'll be fine. I wouldn't be too worried about it. He'll bounce back. Um, RTS King handle business. Ever. Yeah, he looks so good. Um, cheeky point. I don't think he's in heaps team for maybe around the ten percent mark. So. You know, not really point of difference, but kind of is. Um, 
Uh, if yeah, his season long keeper, he's looking he's looking good. Um, as well as Cody Nikarima. Ah, uh, geez, he he's um pumping out some decent scores as well, actually. Yeah, sixties um, for fun in most weeks. Yeah, and old Joshy Curran getting eighty this week. Um, with a late late switch with um Ben Murdoch, uh, Masila coming in and getting a um an edge spot. So really like the look of Josh Curran. Um, he's very cheap as well. So if the Warriors keep putting wins on, I wouldn't be surprised if um Josh Curran keeps that spot. I know they've got some people to come back, but you know he could keep that spot. Maybe Eli Katoa comes in and takes the other edge spot and. Hopefully they just you know both let both of them play eighty. Uh, maybe don't know. It's hard to see. It is tough to see because yeah. it's such such a deep rotation that they've got. Yeah, yeah. I'd... And a lot of guys can cover a lot of positions. Yeah, that's it. So yeah, so it's tough. Yeah, especially when they're not carrying a bench hooker as well. And I mean, they had Paul Turner this week who went in and played um, played on an edge. I think he played. Um, he did that sort of floating role because he's not he's normally a half. You can kinda of play him anywhere and he just yeah. sort of did that sort of that floating role. Yeah. Um, Poor old Pedahiku dislocating his shoulder, so Oh, I did go yeah, no, you're right, spot on. Yeah. He, anyway. Didn't he yeah. just come back from an injury as well, Paul Bugger? Yeah, I think it was his almost his return game. Yeah, I think um, you're right. That's a tough one. Yeah, no, so poor bloke. Um hate to see it. So yeah, otherwise the Warriors look good and I would expect almost an unchanged team for next week. I reckon um, you're probably right. Yeah, the way they played anyway. Um, all right, let's go on to the game that the people really care about, the main event, best for last. The ambush continues, Lachlan. The ambush continues. Uh, Cowboys 30. Doesn't matter who we played, but this week it was the Dogs. They lost to us, 18. Talk me through it. Yeah, look, um, Dogs are looking like they're going to be a top four team, so this is a great great win by the Cows against one of the, the almighty Teams yeah, the, the, comp, so. the form the form stacks up nicely. Yeah, convincing, <laughs> convincing win. <laughs> um, so yeah, what have we got here? Val was pretty good as ever. He's looks like he's a keen pumping out the fifties um, at full, at fullback. So he's a cheeky. I think he's almost in point of difference territory. Um, and I'd say they're going to keep him at that spot, which is good. Um, popular cheapy Ben Hampton pumped out forty six, which is which is good. Um, keeps his price rises going. He'll probably end up being. Uh, three thirty this week. I'd say he'll probably go up forty k. Um, which is good. He base stats were were solid. You know, two hundred and forty nine kick meters, nineteen tackles, zero misses, one tackle break, um, sixty run meters. So, uh, and he had a try assist. So I think he had maybe a turnover tackle in there somewhere too. I'm not quite sure, but um, the, Ben he had the, the optics good. for me. It was the optics for me. Ben Hampton looked in control. He didn't Ooh. didn't try to overdo it. He just he looked. Controlled and measured. He, he like looked to do all the flashy stuff. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He, he he looked confident. He got his hands on the ball early. Did some good things and his tail up. So that was so good to see um, from Ben Hampton. So you know, maybe if they keep stringing along some wins, that he keeps that seven role. Um, which you know, as I said, I didn't think he was going to, but good for him. Um, and if he does, then he's looking like a very good cash cow, and especially covering the centre wing of fullback Ben Julie is very handy. Um, otherwise, there's probably not heaps to talk there, about. There is, there is one thing I do want to bring yeah. up, and yeah, Toddy Payton, Toddy Payton's won me over a little bit here. He uh, he put Cohen Hess to prop, and Cohen, it, it looked good. It, good, it yeah. looked good. He just said, "Here, Cohen, here's the ball. Run straight, please." And then Cohen has did it. 
He didn't. Yeah. Have to, he, he had people around him, so he didn't have to take make ta- one-on-one tackles on the edge. He didn't have to look after a half. He was just in the middle, making tackles and running the ball. It was just it, it. I mean, he did miss two, but still, the role was simplified. All he had to do was run, and then it translated to fantasy points. So if you, for whatever reason, if you brought in Cohen House, good on you because he's playing prop. So yeah, probably like would have been on your bench in draft league as well. So he's someone that I'd be looking at starting um, in your mid somewhere too. Oh, he's he's an edge, so he'll might become a jewel if he gets that spot um for a little while. Um, but yeah, Frankie Molo as well for you guys was pumping out the fifty one and thirty seven minutes. He looked good also, very good. Lots of run meters. They um they waltz upfield for fun. The cows. So lots of run meters here. Against a really, really solid defensive team. So it just shows how good the Cowboys are. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not like the Bulldogs gave up 52 last week. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. All I'm saying is the Dogs scored 18 against the Storm, and we only let them score 18 as well. So basically... You're on par. Well, it looks that way. You're worse, not mine. <laughs> it's so right. facto, we're going all the way this year. <laughs> right, let's, um, let's talk about the Dogs. Um, what stood out? From who stood out for the dogs? Um, from for you, Tom. Jakey Avrilo, back-to-back scores of over forty-five. Last week was a sixty, but yeah, Avrilo again looked way more confident today, so that was big for me. And DWZ was the other surprise packet. He's got back-to-back scores of over forty. Yeah, he oh, Dallin with Tennis Lesniak is a workhorse. He took he had what? How many? He had twenty-six run runs. Twenty-six runs, boy oh boy, seven boy. tackle breaks as well. Yeah, no, he was. He was making meters, 236 meters. He did the hard stuff. Um, Dallin, he looked good. Um, probably not someone that I'd bring in. I don't know what they can do with Nick Meany when he comes back, whether he just comes straight back onto a wing and they keep this as is. I don't know. This, um, this, looks, like the, this looks like the best spine at the moment that, I, that I've seen from the dogs. It's got points in him. Oh, Avarillo's um, actually running the ball a little bit more. He's, he's looking a bit better. He's trying some things, but um, he got around the kicking a lot more. I think Carl Flanagan did something, to his, did something to his ankle, so Avarillo did take control a little bit more with his the kicking. And he got the goal kicking goals. as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, the, uh, Sione Katoa, uh, out of nowhere, he had a blinder. I thought he played really well um, for the, the time that I saw him um, play. He had a very nice try assist where he linked up with Carl Flanagan. Kicked kick that 40-20 as well kind of thing. I mean, yeah. Val technically gets credit of the error, but he, sh- he should have got the 40-20 Katoa. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, didn't really show his fantasy stats, but I, th- I liked the look of him. Um, but Adam Elliott was consistent as ever, and Lukey Thompson um, was yeah, excellent. The, yeah, Luke Thompson looking good. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I told you to get him in. Um, yeah, you did. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I don't know how long it lasts with him playing lock at the moment. But the other the other talking point is obviously Jack Hetherington, it, you know, tried to commit a murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poor Val is seeing stars. Well, you know what they say, can't run without a head. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, he did not run. <laughs> no, he didn't get very far. You stopped him, Jack. Well done. <laughs> Jesus. And yeah. Val stayed on the field. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> Just, no, I, I don't even think he got checked for a HIA, old Val. So. No, no. <laughs> no. But look, whatever it is, what it is. Um, so we saw the send off come into play there. Heather into the he who's got a cop, um, a, a gnarly suspension there too. I dare say. So that's a, that's a few weeks. I, um, I don't. What, what did you reckon of it? Did you did you watch it live? I did. Yeah, I thought. Um, I thought I it was thought very Sydney. similar to. 
Oh yeah, I thought Simbin as well. I thought it was very similar to um, Victor Radley's, where he just like he put on too much footwork and was just going to get around, so he stuck out the arm just to hope, hopefully, cop him around the shoulders and got him around the neck. Unfortunately for everyone involved, and um, looked really bad. So no, I agree, and I'm and I'm not a biased person at all. Like you, you probably couldn't even tell who I support from this potty. <laughs> so yeah, and and I don't even think it was a send off. So yeah, unlucky. <laughs> Jack is an aggressive player, um, but I don't think he has malicious intent, intent towards players. I, yeah. I'm sure he's I think it's just a bit of mongrel. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I think I think he's just got a bit of you know high intensity, a bit of mongrel, and yeah, yeah. I mind it. And it, yeah. it was just unfortunate this time. So, but oh well, here's um he'll he'll learn from it and come back. Bigger the doggy, the doggies did cop a, a few rough decisions this game though. So yeah, it's tough. The, the signs are looking alright for the dogs though. I mean, if yeah. you can go, if you can go toe to toe with uh, with the best team in the comp for a little while, good on you. Yeah. Oh, um, Nick Cotrick. Um, did you hear that pronouncing his name as well? Chotrich. Chotrich. I didn't realize that's how you pronounced it. So my apologies, Nick. I've been saying uh, your name wrong all this time. Oh, I went to high school with him, and I've been saying Cotrick. So uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> In your yeah. opinion, um, is he wasted on the wing? Yeah, but I I don't know what his best position is because if wow. he's not gonna, I, I I think I think it's probably center. Yeah, I just want his I just want his hands on the ball. To be honest, I just think he's got so much X factor in him. I just think he needs the bloody ball. Well, he didn't come in and take as many runs as what he normally. So the first few games where he played at center, he was coming in and taking maybe like seventeen runs. Today he took ten. Um, for 119 run metres and four tackle breaks, but he's not nearly as involved. Playing outside Will Hopawade, there was one, I don't know if you saw it, but we, Will Hopawade was running down the sideline and then cut back in. Rather cut back than in, stepped off his right foot. Two on one. Yeah, and then threw, it, threw a shitty offload. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Meanwhile, Kotrick's, you know, screaming down the wing with only bloody, well, again, arguably the best defender in the comp, Murray Talungi, to, to beat. So, yeah, and it's, you know, who it's, knows? It's, Turned his fantasy scores. He went from averaging, you know, forty the first few rounds at centre to twenties um, at on the wing. So that is worrying if you're a Nick Kotrick owner. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, he's a great finisher, and he and he was a great finisher for the Raiders. But the Raiders could actually get him the ball. Yeah, they they earned the right to go wide, but Nick Kotrick can come and do the hard yards, and he did the Raiders as well. Um, get his tail up, get his hands on the ball, and let him let him do his thing. He will. He will make more meters. Just give him the ball. Silly. Yeah. You almost, you almost want him to play, play, play to fullback. Just get him in. Just get him in there so he gets his hands on the ball. But then I don't know. Uh, I reckon center. I, I really like him at center. I would swap him and Corey Allen. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. Corey Allen. It's not not going to hurt him on the wing. Um, Corey Allen's. He's, he's played uh, on the wing this season as well. Yeah, he's played okay at center. Probably, you know, not doing anything major. Still, I'd just chuck him on the wing and let him do his thing on the wing and. And Nick Kotrick's probably better off in centres. No, but that's my agree. two cents. No, it was just nice to see Jake Avrilo go big again. Yeah, looks that's that's what's yeah actually earned some money for once. Good on you, yeah. Jakey. Yeah, no, his price rise will keep ticking along. He's oh, what well, I don't know how much he got last week, but he's it'd be about the three thirty now, I'd say. Um, actually, you know, in saying that, let me have a look. See, he's oh three thirty three. There you go, and he'll probably go three thirty three forty k. Um, I'd say he'd have a low, very low break even considering he scored 60 last week. So, yeah, it can't be high this week. Yeah, it's interesting. I was just going to say he's um not in my starting starting squad, but like I'm too, I'm very nervous about bringing him in still. Yeah, Into, like, he's. Like, I don't know. He's 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 in my starting side. I'm out, I'm running out of centers. I had Tessie New, 
gone. <laughs> now I have, I'm starting to get, I'm about to lose Momorowski as well. So it's a, it's a tough old week for me. So Jakey will be earning his spot back next week. <laughs> so, me. so perform, please. A lot of decisions to make this week, Moon. Same for you, I assume. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Big Latrell's uh, caused me some some uh, headaches, so that's fine. We'll um, we'll work something out. That's all right. We live and we learn. Um, Absolutely. Did you have a player of the round this week? Oh, Nathan Cleary. How can it not be? Um, Such a cliche. Monster scores. So, <laughs> no. Otherwise, Tyson Rizal was um, very. I loved watching him play and smashed out of ninety-two. Looked good. So you know. Top two players of the round, I'd say. No, that's fair enough. I can't go past Caleb Akins. Yeah, yeah, your man. Gentleman's 35. Yeah, (laughs) robbed of a bigger score, but that's fine, look. Yeah, probably probably 100 avoidance from from (laughs) Caleb, I'd say. Rapana took all his points. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, no, but but if if I I have to give a real answer, though, it's it's Tohu Harris for mine. I just thought he did bits and then unfortunately did have to leave the field, so who knows how much he would have gotten if he played the full 80. Yeah. Exactly, could have turned up. Yeah, realistically. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it for for the for the round six review. What do you reckon? Yeah, no, I'm very happy with that. Looking forward to Teamless Tuesday. Some very interesting um, teams, I think, uh, are going to be shown. Yeah. You know, some people coming in, some changes made to a few squads. So hopefully, some cheapies. Yeah, God, fingers crossed, mate. <laughs> Always. Beauty. Well, I'll talk to you on Teamless Tuesday. Hey. Beauty. Thanks, mate. Legend. Cheers, mate. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Look out for Teamless Tuesday for Round 7 coming Wednesday.